Money is a blessing from God. Money is a tool. Money, be careful and be watchful. If you put your trust on money, on your ability, be careful and be watchful because money is a monster master. Welcome to Covenant Leadership, a podcast about discipling into the next generation. We talk about the principles of relational leadership and how to mentor new leaders. Where do we find the passion to drive the vision to the next level? We'll really take you there. On today's special live episode from Summit with our host, Leanne Tritipiapitak, we are talking about money and the importance of tithing with leaders and pastors from different corners of the world. Al Purvis, John Albert, Yvette Ignacio, and Ricky Russolo. In the book, Faith Greater Than Poverty, you guys have this book yet? Have you, have you started reading it? Now, we got a copy last year, but there's more good stuff this year. Have you read it yet, the, the new one? It's pretty awesome. In this version, Pastor Kelly Stickle asks this question. In Asia, where's our thinking in terms of finances? Are we poor people? What did you say that? Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Are you poor? Let me hear it. <laughs> yeah. In a country like Burma, a majority of the people live below the poverty line. And they have no way of breaking free. But actually, at the, 20th, at the turn of the 20th century, Burma was the second wealthiest country in Southeast Asia. Wow. Can you guess what was the first one? Philippines! Isn't that amazing? Are you poor? No. You know, Burma was the largest, the world's largest exporter of rice. So today, it's rich in oil, it's rich in many natural resources, including gems, right? Precious stones. But many say that governmental corruption has kept the country locked in poverty. They're locked in survival mode. It's been locked in survival mode for decades. But our, one of our guests here, he's got a different story in response to the question that Pastor Kelly poses in this book. Are we poor people? Welcome, Pastor John from Burma. Give him a round of applause. John is a graduate of Victory Asia Bible College. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> He responded to a need that a devastating cyclone caused in his nation. He responded with grace and conviction that he wanted to be part of a long-term solution, rescue effort of Burma's people. So tell us a little bit about your church, John, and how you're doing there in, in Rangoon. Yeah, our church is very desperate situations. We have been running, you know, uh, every area if you see our church in need but the questions you ask me are we poor i have a two questions uh, to answer uh, the first answer is in the present time you see uh, the very desperate situations but my answer is uh, we are not poor i got a revelations from uh, god the abraham god's more highs mm -hmm. and then possesses of the heaven and earth and bless us with God's most highs, who have delivered your enemy into your hand. So God bless Abraham first, mm -hmm. and then Abraham give dice all he have. Mm -hmm. 
So we have trace as an exchange in order to have a better blessings. So I did the same as uh, the, the Dr. L, you know, the last year, mm -hmm. he explained in, the, in that book. So I can get what I have because I want what God has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I talked to my, uh, my leaders and then we made a, a vow in, during that uh, summit. Mm -hmm. So we will make a vow here, the covenant. We are going to lead the congregation, the church, you know, very poor. You know, we look we look to God. We don't look to the organization. We don't look to the people. And then so we, we will make a covenant here. So what do you give? If the, the king comes to you, what do you give? Oh, we will give the best. So kings of kings, your God will come to you. What do you give? The best we, we will give. Yeah. So the, each person give the best. Mm. I, I give the best pick from right. my big fun. Right. Uh, it's okay. a really, we made a covenant yeah. and we went back and we did uh, teach them the carefully and properly to the congregation. Mm -hmm. It's a really breakthrough this year. Mm -hmm. Yes, amen. So, um, Pastor Al, this is Dr. Al Purvis, of course. He's originally from Canada, but he's been ministering in Asia for, what, 40, 50, 60 years now? Not quite. <laughs> Something around Nearly that, 40. okay? Yeah. Around 40 years, he's the founder of the El Shaddai Children's Home, president or leader or whatever of the Victory Asia Bible College, and he's Victory Asia's apostolic overseer. So I want to know, what, what caused you to write this book in the first place? Well, when you travel to nations like John's nation, and uh, you know, particularly when you raise guys up in the Bible College like John, and you know, we've got so many nations in Asia, and uh, send them back in there, we know that the, the key and the secret is that they need to break through into prosperity in their own country. Um, the first thing that you realize is that you hate poverty. Yeah. You absolutely despise poverty. It's a, it's a, it's a sickness of the mind. Is what it is, really. Yes, yeah. And it's, it's demonically inspired. Mm. And the reason that poverty comes is to keep you from fulfilling the will of God. Yeah. It wants to keep you down. Mm. And especially when you say that, okay, here's Burma, was at one time the second most wealthy yeah. country yeah. in Asia. And you absolutely believe it. Mm -hmm. But, but it, it, it's in that, that wealth is an indication of, of something else. That God has deposited destiny in Myanmar, right? Mm -hmm. Burma. Right. Like he's deposited a destiny in the Philippines or in Thailand or any Pakistan, any of our nations. And that destiny needs to rise up. And it's not going to rise up if we're stuck under a poverty mentality. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, John, I want you to just kind of back up a little bit because the story of your breakthrough, of your financial breakthrough. Now, let's just be real here. Mm -hmm. You know, you're in your church. People were broke. <laughs> they were sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You came That's last true. year and you were yeah. in debt. Yeah. $2,000 or something yeah. like that. You, yeah. really need, yeah. you really needed yeah. a breakthrough. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the journey that you took from that place of bondage and sickness, as Pastor Al was saying, to your breakthrough. Tell us about that. Every year I've been, you know, uh, planning church in Bomber ten, since the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, every year when we uh, when we see the, on the church or you know uh, accountings minus and minus and minus. <laughs> yeah. So every year minus and minus. It makes me really sad, you know. 
So I'm looking the ways to break through, you know. Last year, really, we, we get uh, the, the way uh, that so we can break through. So I attract to my leaders and uh, touch them properly uh, the way I said, you know. They, they really got, you know, the way to break through that. So that we vow together and we go back there. So that we touch to the congregation properly from uh, this book especially, you know, Faith Greater Than Poverty. Mm -hmm. So every, the church member has a very, uh, the, their mindset is very, you know, the poor. Yep. So uh, well, we cannot do anything. So we need money and we need a guitar and we need a drum mm -hmm. and we need a car and we need everything. So they, uh, they are, you know, they very poor, their mentality is. So uh, the first thing I just, you know, as I says, you know, uh, don't you see me? Uh, I just stand on the stage, you know. Don't you see me? Uh, wow, like, you know, uh, I am the blessing. Because of me, you will be blessed. So believe me, you know, we have a, such a wonderful uh, yeah, uh, the faith the, the compared with uh, unbelievers, you know. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, the, the bonus that uh, we have uh, really the, uh, the spirit of the victory. And then I... I yell, and if you want to break through this, uh, the very tough situations, uh, just give God money to his storehouse, yeah. faithfully. Let us do it from now. Let us do it from now. And then they just tell us first. They and then yeah. they just tell According to the Malachi uh, tree and the eggs and mm -hmm. Uh, no. When I wrote you, uh, yeah, you have wrote me. Uh, in what kind have I wrote you? In tithes and offering. Yeah. If you test me in this, I will not open the heavenly treasure door. Mm -hmm. If you do it, I will open treasure door. I pour all the blessings unto you. Mm. There, will there will not be room enough to receive. Right. So I promise you, I promise church member, I promise if you don't have a blessing, if you uh, being faithfully, I will pay you twice. <laughs> I grant it. Because yeah. the Bible says, you know, if you do this, you will, you will have a change, a better blessing. Mm. So after that, you know, the church member become a good job and a high pay. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, uh, really, they uh, they can sell their land and then never uh, never have opportunity to sell it out, and then thousands of thousands uh, USA, USD and everybody just really you know the catch it you know the how can uh, the way how can we break through the poverty uh, and poverty mindsets and then they just and uh, faithfully uh, bring their ties to to the st to the church, mm -hmm. after that, you know, the, uh, one year before one year, uh, we just uh, received the, uh, every week, uh, the tax offering like uh, 20 USD, something like that. Right. And then after we make the vow and go back and teach properly, and that the congregations follow uh, the, the instruction of God, you know, the faithfully giving tithes to the <coughs> church, and then the, the 
church income is suddenly, you know, mm-hmm. suddenly. It's a really surprising, you know. Suddenly, uh, the, the, so many times, you know, um, if we multiply like a thousand over 1,500, 2,000, every, you know, every week, it's become surprisingly, you know. Yeah. So we are in debt 2,000. We have to pay the 6,000 for the rent of the church, but just only a month over, you know, it's a really breakthrough. This year, okay, we are going to see the next year. This year, we have already the money in our hands. Mm-hmm. See? Wow. Yeah. So it's Amen. a really... <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying basically is you got hold of a revelation of that the antidote for poverty is tithing. Is giving back to God, and really, you you began seeing breakthrough in your own congregation. I I will say, because of that, you know, you are under the curse. You know, yeah. If you if you are not the tither, you are under the curse. Right. Not under the blessings. Right. So definitely, you will be the very poor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I will guarantee, you know, if you're tighter, you are a change already. Right. The better blessings from God. Amen. Mm. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for coming. Um, we want to hook to the next segment. How important is tithing? We're going to talk specifically about tithing in our personal lives, in our ministries, and tithing as a ministry to something bigger than ourselves. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. We had to shorten the title of this book to Apostolic Advancement, but really it's about the power of vision, the force of culture, and then the systems to put all that into place, to build the infrastructure to get us from where we are right now to where we need to be. And so if you're working in a position or a place, responsibility of leadership, this is four authors, amazing people that have done amazing things, and uh, all laid out, actually it's five authors, one of them is our cultural statements from all of our Bible College students and staff around the Victory Asia platform. But the key is that we've put invested our very best uh, knowledge, information and stories into one small package. The idea of this is it goes across Asia with all of our apostolic leaders, but we want to make it available to you as well because I absolutely know it will be a tremendous blessing for your life and uh, just great, right to the point. You know, the neat thing about it is we get to do these uh, summits every year in Thailand or wherever we are in Asia, bring all of our 10 nations together, and we get to really focus on exactly what it is that, that, that has made us who we are and that is going to take us where we need to go. And that's what's in these books. And so you want to get this apostolic advancement, uh, just contact us and we'll make sure that you get one and that you're blessed. It's about money. Everyone say money and giving your money away. Sometimes we don't like doing that, okay? So uh, we want to ask some audience questions, okay? Questions to the audience. Why some people don't like to tithe? What kind of things you've heard? Okay, so we're going to talk about arguments against tithing. Okay, we have our first audience question. Hi, my name is Teddy from Srisha, Thailand. I have a question. People are turned off from the church by talking about money and and what do you think about that? And why should it be important to talk about money in the church? 
It's a good question. So we just want to introduce uh, Pastor Yvette. You are from Manila, Philippines. You've been teaching all over VCA about tithing, about the importance of tithing. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Ricky. And you've been planting churches, and you used to uh, be a banker, but now you're working full-time for the Lord. So, Pastor Yvette, why don't you feel that question? Uh, about money. Money is a blessing from God. Money is a tool. Money, be careful and be watchful. If you put your trust on money, on your ability, be careful and be watchful because money is a monster master. Oh. What do you think, Pastor Ricky? Same question. Same question. Why, why don't people, they don't even like talking about it in the church. Yeah. They get turned off by church because we talk about money. Well, the world teaches us that money is the root of all evil. Mm. But when you read the scriptures, if you want to know the truth, then you need to apply this in your life that it is not money, but the love of money, mm -hmm. which is the root of all evil. It's good. It's a tool. It's meant to yeah. be a tool. Amen? Mm. Okay, we've got a, another question from... Hi. Uh, my name is Tyler. I work with the team here in Sircha, Thailand. Um, a great many people are offended at the idea of tithing. They say it's an Old Testament teaching. What are your response to that? Old Testament teaching. Yes. Tithing. If you don't believe in tithing, you must repent. <laughs> if you doubt tithing, you must repent. And if you exempt yourself to return your tithe, you must repent. Then, delaying and borrowing your tithes, you must repent again and again. You must, if you return your tithe and you borrow it, before you return it, put a 5% on it. Additional 5% if you borrow, if you delay your tithes. Well, um, many people in the Philippines would say that tithing is only for the Old Testament people. Right. So sometimes we call it time bomb because time when the bomb. time bomb explodes, ah. it only affects those people within the vicinity. So other people would say that to be binding, it should be also found in the New Testament mm -hmm. so that it would be timeless. So what do you think? Is it time bomb or timeless? So I have to search the book of Matthew 23, 23, which is in the New Testament. Well, I was surprised when I saw the scriptures that reads, you hypocrites. Are we, are we hypocrites? So I suppose uh, Jesus is talking to the religious people. You give a tenth of your mint. But look at yourself. I believe that God is more interested in our righteousness, our character, than our giving, than our tithes, because I believe that God owns everything. Mm -hmm. So we'll just be clear, tithing is for today, all right? <laughs> okay, so I'm Chris Lopez from Plat Platform Thailand. So I have a question. I, have, I heard someone say, I don't believe in tithing because they don't have enough money. So what do you think about that? Like I said before, no one is exempted in paying your, in returning your tithes because whatever you make, whatever you receive, whatever you, you, you produce, 
you have to return it to God because our tithe is holy unto God. Mm -hmm. And our tithe must be whole. You bring your tithes whole. Do not chop it. Do not partial it. Do not divide it. Present it to God a whole. Your, present to God the whole type. Amen. Wow. I just love that question. Actually, God doesn't want His children to be poor. Yes, I believe that poverty is not God's concern for His children. So we need to know the truth. Poverty is a lie. So we need to rebuke that from entering into our lives and our family. I strongly challenge you that God cannot anoint a lie. Yeah. That's why it's so very important for us to know the truth. Mm -hmm. Because the truth shall set you free from that spirit of poverty in our lives. Amen. Praise God. So, uh, Pastor Yvette, you actually travel all over the VCA churches preaching on tithing. I have a twofold question for you. First of all, why do you have such a conviction about preaching about tithing in the church? Because it's personally happening to me. Before, uh, we, we raised from a poor family. And then when my mind opened the word of God about tithing, then I obey it. And with faith, I, I do it. Then my life has been transformed. From, from rugs, and then uh, step by step, God is providing everything, all we need. No matter what the government is down, what the, ma the market is down, right. the, the Lord's lift up our finances. Amen. God. Amen. So the second part is, um, what kind of response do you get when you go into the churches preaching about tithing? Yes, most of them are in a positive attitude. Yes, uh, most of them, when I preach the, the tithing, then most of them, on the, their husband is on uh, working abroad, uh, overseas workers. The wife is the one only believing in tithe. And then the husband is not unbelieved in tithe, in tithing. Then I told them, pray for your husband to, to believe in tithing. Mm -hmm. And then I, I told them that there is a great blessing if the husband and wife agree to, to give and decide to give their tithes a whole in the, in the church where they belong and the church where they have their covenant. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then uh, the background is they, they live up mm -hmm. the spirit. They become uh, increased in their faith in giving. They become more obedient to the word of God. And they are not warriors. Right. Yes, they have a peace of mind mm -hmm. that they know that God will provide all their needs. Mm -hmm. So as you've been going on, you said it's mostly positive response yes. that you get when you preach about tithing. Yes. But have you ever had any negative responses or even people angrily approaching you that you're speaking about tithing? It's very minimal because uh, what they're saying is uh, tithing is only a prosperity gospel. Yeah. And then told them, the Lord wants us to prosper. Mm. Yeah. The Lord yeah. wants us to prosper mm -hmm. and to live in abundance. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which mm -hmm. one will you choose? Yeah. To believe or not to believe? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are people in this very room, perhaps, that don't tithe. Raise your hand if you don't tithe. No, I'm just joking. No, there, there are people in this very room who maybe have a problem with tithing. Yes. What would you say to them today? 
Yes, uh, if you have a doubt or unbelief in tithing, of course, what I said is repent right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> repent. And then ask this question, whom do you believe? There is, only, there is a two road, no, no middle road. Yeah. You have to choose the father of truth or the father of lies. Mm. To whom you believe. Mm. Now, <laughs> have you decided to whom you believe? <laughs> <laughs> so, Pastor Ricky, how important is tithing operating in the local church? Wow, I have to be very honest with you. As a new believer, I really have no idea what tithing is all about. Mm -hmm. So what I did is just to drop a coin mm -hmm. or a peso bill in mm -hmm. the offering bag and then would say in my mind, there goes my money. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's really important for us to know the word of God. Mm -hmm. So I'm so blessed with my pastor. Mm -hmm. Actually, he's not poor because he's pastor rich. Okay? <laughs> yeah. At least... Twice a month or at the, twice, in, uh, twice in a year, he talks about the importance of giving, tithing, the importance of withholding your tithes. Mm -hmm. So I've heard so much from him. Mm -hmm. So it was really a challenge on my heart. Mm -hmm. So I was, there, I was then meditating in the Word of God in the book of Galatians 6, verse 6, which says, Let him who receives instructions in the Word of God, share all good things. Come on. All good and perfect things come from God. Amen? Amen. So we need to share it to our teacher or to our pastor because he cannot do the job alone. He cannot do what God has asked him to do, the calling that God told him to do, to, live, uh, to grow more churches. So... With that text, now I began to tithe. Mm -hmm. Now I understand that my tithe goes to God mm -hmm. and more importantly, to the people, which is God's heartbeat in winning more souls for God. Amen. So it's really very important. Verse 7 says, Do not be misled. God will not allow himself to be mocked yeah. in his word by simply neglecting it. So what I've learned, you need to act on it, believe. So I did that. So I have to be I'm very honest with you today. Mm -hmm. Giving starts after your 10%. Ooh. Because most people would stop giving after the Ouch. 10%. Come on. That's right. That's right. Being yeah. generous should be our lifestyle. Right. Being prosperous mm -hmm. is God's lifestyle mm -hmm. for me for you and for all of us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so this is a question for both of you. Give us a picture, a side-by-side -side glimpse. Two people. One guy tithes, one guy doesn't tithe. What is the difference in their lives? Because a lot of people are actually just indifferent about tithing. They think it's not going to make much difference either way. So give us a side-by-side -side view. Yes. The one who tithe has a peace of mind. The one who don't tithe worries a lot. Even a little thing, they worry a lot. Yeah. Okay. Praise God. So maybe it could be a very good example, a very good testimony. When you tithe, you don't need to worry. 
when I went to when I when I came here to Thailand, somebody paid for my plane ticket. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you don't tithe, so you need you will be worrying more often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. So really, it's peace of mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let me just share this. Really, it's very very important to tithe. Mm-hmm. When I was still working in a bank, I have to reach out for my dirty pants just to search the pocket if I have still coins which I could add for my fare in going to my work. Mm-hmm. So I'm experiencing luck in my life, though I was a bank manager. I don't know where my money goes. It seems that the box where I put my money, there's a hole. <laughs> so I was asking, where does my money go? Then, when I began tithing, two months ago, uh, my wife and I were so busy with our ministry, so we have no time to wash our clothes. So I brought our clothes in the laundry shop. So, so when I returned, after three hours, the owner told me, while the machine was turning, there were 10 hundred bills being washed. <laughs> so I was not even aware that there was money in my pocket. So I told myself, God, truly, you're a God who is more yeah. than enough. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to add that any gift to World Mission Continuum will email you a free ebook, okay? Your free ebook of Faith Greater Than Poverty, okay? You just mark it on your donation, and it's a free ebook for you, okay? Again, a lot of people have received a lot of breakthrough from this book and from the truths that um, are spoken of in the Bible, okay? So I just want to uh, have a short break here. The best thing with a cup of tea, a good cup of tea, is a good book. And uh, we want you to, to make this book available to you. It's called Faith Greater Than Poverty. We wrote it last year. Now, this is written by six authors, people that are closely involved with the ministry across Asia, and so it covers six topics. You can read it in just a few minutes. But what it is, is it's an attack against the poverty spirit that keeps us from succeeding in the call of God, as he's called us across Asia and the nations particularly. We rise up and we hate poverty, and uh, because poverty is a curse that causes us to stop what God has called us to do. There's a tremendous liberty in this book. Actually, the last chapter is written by Pastor Barb Billet from Lethbridge, Alberta, and it's a book on prayer. It's called Watch Your Mouth and How to Pray. And then other chapters written by people that are involved in the ministry. I mean, every one of these authors is somebody who's accomplished great exploits and would love to share them with you. So I'm just excited about this book. You need to get a hold of it. Contact us and we'll get it to you. So the takeaway for this episode is that Faith is greater than poverty. The solution to poverty does not and will not begin with any worldly government or any Western leader or any Western church somewhere. It begins in the hearts of the people of God. There has to be a fundamental shift in the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see how God wants to get money to us. Amen. You know, I just want to give a short testimony before we close of my own personal life. I was a missionary for several years, I went to VABC. Woohoo! VABC. And, uh, and you know, I struggled through every year paying my tuition. And when I got married, me and my husband lived in a cockroach and rat infested environment. 
it wasn't so bad because here I am serving the Lord. You know, it's for the Lord. You know, I could endure it. But when I brought my baby into that environment, I realized this is not right. This is opposite of how God wants me to live. But I had such a stronghold on my mind, me and my husband both. How am I going to get money? Nobody's giving me money. There's nobody supporting us. There's nothing happening. For year after year after year, we lived like that. And I had to come to the conclusion that God must have another plan. Because the first plan that somebody was just going to give me some money, it didn't work. Amen? So me and my husband, we went on a crusade to find the truth in the Bible about what it says about money. We listened to Kenneth Copeland. We listened to Dr. Al Purvis. We listened to Pastor Rich. We listened to anybody that was talking about financial freedom. And we kept listening to it and kept eating it and kept feeding ourselves with it year after year. It took us about two years before we really started breaking out of that poverty mentality. And be between the beginning of when we first started that journey, it took about two years. And then we were able to put a down payment on our own home. And that is a true story. God can bring you from, from poverty into faith. And we live in an attitude of faith. No one is going to get your breakthrough for you. It's up to you to get your financial breakthrough for yourself, your family, your church, your city, your region, your nation. It's up to you. Thank you for listening to Covenant Leadership. Please subscribe to our bi-monthly newsletters and updates from Asia at VictoryAsia.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, comment, or share. If you have a topic you would like us to speak on, please leave it in the comments below. Thank you again for listening to Covenant Leadership and come back again for more exciting episodes.